Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. I'm so excited. Yay. And, you know, um, I just, you know, it's so interesting what comes up and we're going to share quite a bit today on our show. And part of my mission is to inspire you and empower you to live your life fully in your sovereignty and power with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, radiant health through your personal connection with spirit, your guides, your angels, the galactic team. And so today we're going to be talking about star beings, right? And so um, I just want to thank you all for taking the time to be here. I know how valuable your time is. And, um, you know, just when we're doing this call today, you know, take notes if you'd like, but be fully present and have an open mind, right? Um, and just, you know, when we're here on these calls, be willing to be fully present, be willing to learn, be willing to grow, and be willing to embrace your fullest potential. Think outside the box a little bit, right? And um, so I'm so excited because today Alfidia Arara Kensington is here with us again. So please join me in welcoming her to the show. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. So, so glad you're here. It was great fun last time. So I'm very excited about um, tonight's session. Yeah. And so today, like I said, we're going to be talking about star beings, right? And who are the star beings that are trying to make the most contact with Earth and why? How to connect with star beings. And we're going to show some of them that we have and allow them to help your soul ascension this year in 2020. And we're going to do a live channeling from a star being race that wants to come through on the show. And who knows what else? And so we'll see. So for those of you who don't know Alfidia, she's an author, a spiritual channel, an Earth Wisdom Keeper. She offers spiritual guidance, channelings, workshops, retreats, and transmissions from many beings of light in the many realms and dimensions. She's an international facilitator, and people from all, or, all over the world take part in her courses distantly, live. She does retreats and so on, and workshops like all the time. I don't know how you do it, but every couple of days there's a new workshop or channeling or something happening. And I'm saying happening. no to so many. I'm like, we just can't fit it in. They're like, you can, you can. <laughs> I feel like I've been on this juggernaut train really for the last year and a half since. Right, that's why it's like when you when I you know contacted you to be on the show, like I don't know how she's gonna fit it in. I don't know when she's gonna fit it in, but you know because I see all your emails and I get all your stuff, and you know I've been fortunate enough to get some wonderful pieces from you. You know the dragons, the star beings, the skulls. You know it's all sorts of wonderful stuff, and also. the workshops. I mean, the workshops are powerful. And, and I, I think, you know, I did that um, soul reading, I guess we'll call it, right? Soul channeling, yep. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I have got 42 of them waiting because I closed them off for six months because my channeling schedule was so high. Yeah. And it's always popular this time of year. So I, um, you know, I released them and I do angel forecasts for the year ahead as well this time of year, 2021. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty slowed under all this week. I have literally just been been channeling but i did go for a walk in the snow today so that's good but i I was just gonna say if you want to ever get one please do you know i I don't get anything out of this so i'm just i'm just sharing um and because i know that when i got mine last time i had to wait like three weeks you know yeah it was like three weeks to five weeks at the moment yeah yeah so it's like it's okay you know and um but it was so worth it it was like amazing you know so just you know if you ever get a chance to you know, there's, it's yeah, not a special um, offer or anything, but Alfidia does a website. great job. So definitely check it out. Um, and we will share Alfidia's website a little bit later. For yep. those of you who are interested, she also has all of her workshops right now, half price. So yep. that's, that's a big deal, you know. 
New Year Sale is the code if you want to access that. So yeah. Sorry, what is it? Sorry. It's New Year Sale. New Year Sale. Yeah. So all somebody can write, type it in the chat so we all remember because you know I'll forget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely take advantage of that. There's so many that are there, and you know, like I said, Alfidia does live channelings and workshops all the time. So you yeah. definitely want to connect with her on her website or on Facebook. It's so much fun. I, I mean, I remember last year when I used to do them a lot. I was like, oh, this is great. This is great. This is great. You know, now then I got busy. <laughs> so I haven't had a chance to do one in a while, but they're amazing. So oh, thank you. Uh, please do, you know, take a look. So today we're talking about star beings, right? We are. And so I have some star beings and I'll just share really quickly. And I got these from Ophelia, you know, so this is a rose quartz with the labradorite eyes yeah. from uh, Canis Major. This is a fluorite from Pleiades, which I use, I work with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. It's always here as I'm doing my healing calls and everything else. And then this cute little one, I think it's from Sirius. Yeah, I think it's Sirius too. Yeah. So um, I'm, I am quite, you know, into star beings, and which is really weird because growing up, it was not part of my world at all. As some of you know, I was not into angels or anything like that, you know, so it's like, it's really interesting how much I am now, you know, and they resonate with me and they uh, have made a huge, huge impact in my life. So who are these star beings, Delphidia? Okay, so they are um, beings that, that live in the stars. So basically, um, I think it was on the BBC News, which is our main um, UK news channel, that one of the first female astronauts who went up into space, I saw it last week, said when somebody interviewed her, do you think aliens are real? And she's like, of course they are. Of course there's other beings living out there in this galaxy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we're even getting scientists now. All astronauts are scientists. She's been out there. She's been up in space. She's had some experiences. So mostly um, the beings that are, well, I'll start with my journey. So I started started, um, as many of you will know, um, through connecting with the angels when I was seriously ill. Then when I started to learn to walk again outside, I noticed the fairies and the elementals. And they came to me and said, you know, write this book about our environmental messages. Obviously, I was an environmental scientist. But part of my environmental science training was to do um, a course called Earth Science, and that included um, astronomy. So we were up in the observatory, I had to sit exams on planetary science um, and stars, and I loved it, I absolutely loved that course. Unfortunately, you couldn't take it beyond first year, it wasn't, I couldn't have got a degree in it. If I could have done my degree in Earth Science um, from Edinburgh University, I would have done that. So I always had this connection, this interest, even you know prior to walking in, for those who don't know, I'm a, a walk-in soul, I was Fiona, and now I'm Alfidia. So I walked in in 2004, but the star beings didn't start making contact with me. So I, I woke up on my spiritual journey really in 2005, um, 4-5, um, set the business up in 2007, but it was really sort of 2010, 9-10, before I had my first communication with a star race, and it was the Pleiadians that came forward in the meditation and they said, hi, we are the Pleiadians. Now, for those who don't know me, I'm a clear audience, so I hear, um, I hear the beings. And I was like, okay, so they said we, we live in Pleiades and we wish to bring through this free transmission to offer everybody, and then we'll bring through two following transmissions. 
and uh, we are preparing you for ascension. And at that time, 2010, was kind of vaguely in people's consciousness, the ascension process. Most people were just big into angels at that time. Fairies and elementals still were a bit way out there. So mm -hmm. star beings were like way, way out there, you know. So I said, okay, I'll do this. Um, do you know, I think that free transmission is probably still somewhere on, on my website. I'll try and find it and I can give you the link to that. So we were taken um, in a spaceship shit up to Pleiades and I did the first transmission and um, you know people got a lot out of it and then they started to work on the neurological system and they, they're really good at that the star beings I've discovered and I'll, I'll talk more about that for those who don't know my story I was bedridden for a year and a half with a swollen brain unable to move so I I had a lot of neurological issues so and central nervous system issues so I actually remember now the third transmission was on our central nervous systems and it was so healing and everybody was getting massive healing from these Pleiadians uh, for our central nervous systems. So it first started with the, the Pleiadians and they are one of the main star races that will be contacting us on Earth. So, you know, it's probably quite common that some of your listeners may have had some Pleiadian contact. There are lots of incarnate Pleiadians. Um, it's one of the first races that, that seeded Earth. Um, along with the Syrians. So the Syrians made contact next with me and my husband was massively into the Syrians. To be honest, it, we had been together for maybe four years and we never had the Syrian chat. Um, and he, when I said, oh, these beings called Syrians have come through and he says, oh, great, I was hoping they would appear. Um, and then he showed me all his books about the Syrians and I started to learn about their connection with Egypt. They were teaching me about that. And um, they... And I know it was the Syrians, but at the time I didn't. I went to uh, a workshop on crystal skulls, actually, with another facilitator, Edwin. And um, I was told I would do one um, workshop when I was on maternity leave. So this was 2011. And um, so we went to this, and it was near Hadrian's Wall uh, in Northumberland, which is kind of sort of the divide between... It's so on the border um, between Scotland and England, and we went to find this sacred well. And I went to the sacred well, it was surrounded by beautiful yellow irises, so I was in my fairy heaven. And I was told, and I thought it was the consciousness of the well, but I now know it was, it was a Syrian appeared, and told me that I, in the future, would write a book, haven't done it yet, <laughs> I get too old, I'm writing books on everything but about stone circles and standing stones. And I thought, well, I know I did archaeology, but I know nothing about this. And then they sort of went away and it just stuck with me. And now, of course, I've done so many retreats, so many workshops, activating standing stones, stone circles, you know, um, went to France last year to work at Karnak. So they came through and then they started to, you know, um, they didn't ask for a workshop at that point. But then... My son had been born and we were taking him down to see my mother-in-law who lives eight miles from Stonehenge um, in Salisbury. Mm -hmm. And we were driving sort of to the outskirts of Salisbury and I just said to my husband, the king of the Arcturians is here. And he said, okay. And I said, and there's an Arcturian spaceship that resides over Old Serum. Now my mother-in-law's house looks, she's high up in the hill, but she looks out onto Old Serum, which is one of the largest um, forts in South England. And I said, we'll need to visit there. So um, on that trip, we, we went up to Old Serum 
And I was met by some Arcturians and they said, come back, we're going to channel a meditation. So I was taking a group to Avebury Stone Circle for the um, full moon that time. And we were doing a dragon activation there. And so I took the group there and we did our work. And then um, my best friend, Alilia, lives in Kent, so South England. And I said to her, on the way back, do you fancy going to meet some Arcturians at Old Sarah strength. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so we went there and I channeled my first Arturian meditation, which was all about opening up the third eye and our pineal glands. And that was really the start of my experience with them because um, the, the Arturians are guardians who guard the earth against nephritic energy. So their job is, they've seeded, this, I'm an Arturian, that's when I found out I was an Arturian incarnate on the earth. And um, they've seeded earth to um, help develop light technology. So Reiki is actually an Arturian healing technique that was brought by Sunak Kamara onto the planet and then handed to Dr. Yusui and then other Reikis have followed on since there. So the Arturians are key ones that are maybe trying to make contact with you. The other ones, um, which were one of the first ones to see Darth, were the Orion star beings. So I'm sure you all remember from school being able to identify Orion's belt, Orion the hunter. Mm -hmm. Now the Orions are great and I would love, I love them and I'd love to work more with them. They were one of the first big workshops, like full day workshops I brought through and with the Orion Masters and um, there's 10 Orion Master Souls working with us. Again, um, helping just open us up more to connection with the star beings and um, bringing through codes. They work a lot with sacred geometry and things too. So, you know, the Orions are key ones. And it was quite a few years later till I had communication with Antarians. Um, they are specialists in love. The Venus beings, they live on the planet Venus and, and they are beings of ecstasy. I mean, they are just all about the heart, all about everybody just being love and they're just the beautiful energy. So I've done a few moons with them as well. Mm -hmm. um, the Andromedans, they started coming through too. Now they are one of the original um, races um, that seeded Earth as well. So we are often talked about as beings on Earth as galactic royalty because we're actually made up, we'll have all studied in the different um, temples and ashrams and within all these different star systems. And it's likely your first incarnation was maybe into to one of them. Earth is relatively young as a geologist. Earth is, is quite young. Um, and the other races that started coming to me only recently, only the last two years, have the Lyrans. Mm -hmm. Got my big lyran skull here to show you this is a green invention this is my largest star being skull and um, the lyrans and the vegans so vega is a star um of lyra um, started coming through but they are the main ones that are communicating with us on earth but there are beings from the other stars like your star being you've got the canis major one mm -hmm. i think which connects to the dog star of, of sirius that's, that's this one here yeah um so Pegasus is coming through to me as well, and um, Pegasus star beings. So, you know, they're all trying to make contact. One of their biggest blocks, of course, is our resistance to it. We've been brainwashed. We've, our veils that we've come through are pretty thick. So we've forgotten that, um, you know, 
we can a communicate with beings in a different reality and c their frequency is higher so as we are ascending now it's so much easier for many more of us to connect with them because as we raise our vibration as we move more fully into fifth dimensional consciousness then it's easier for them you know to relate to us mm -hmm. and to you know connect with us and so that is the the key thing is they've always been there. I mean, I take people on my retreats out to spot the spaceships. You can see them all the time. Um, we had a, we had one just November. My I got up. Well, this is the strangest thing happened. I'm terrible at getting up in the morning. Like you know, I'm always up by eight o'clock to say goodbye to my son, but I'm not dressed right. Then I'm just. But my husband, the alarm goes off at ten past seven. He's up out of bed, and I was just lying there going, oh. And I, I mean, I meditate really. That's what I'm doing. But you know. So I'm lying meditating, getting my energy prepared for the day, and I clearly heard my husband shout, ouch, like he'd really hurt himself. Now, our house is a bizarre house. It's a house, and then it's got a centre attached to it, a bit like an L shape. And I sleep up the top building there. The kitchen is, like, down here. So I'm like, oh, he must have hurt himself downstairs. And so I'm shouting, are you okay, darling? No response. Ringus, are you okay? Still no response. Oh dear, I better get up. So out of the bed, I trot downstairs. He's not in the old part of the house. So I go into the centre. I find my son happily just sitting, playing with something, dressed for school. Walk through. My husband's in the kitchen. I said, I heard you shout, ouch. Were you, did you hurt yourself? And he said, no, I didn't shout, ouch. I was like, no, no, you clearly, I clearly heard, ouch. And so then I was up. And then five minutes later, we have a, we have um we look out onto a stunning view of, of a hill and we have a big um, patio door. And my husband's like, it was just getting light. And my husband's like, can you see that light hovering on top of the mountain? I was like, yeah, what is that? It's not an aeroplane. He's like, it's not, is it? And it started going up and up and up. And then it stalled a bit and went back a bit. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's a spaceship. And then it just went up vertically mm -hmm. and disappeared into the thick clouds. So obviously they wanted me to get up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to connect with them. And that was actually a, a spaceship from um, Antares, which don't often see the Antarian spaceships so much. So, I mean, I don't need to have visual um, confirmation like that to mm -hmm. connect with them because I can just channel them anytime I call them forward. So I'm, I'm very uh, lucky that way. But at the same time, sometimes it takes a physical experience to make us A, believe, C, remember, and D, to take action in my case. <laughs> it's, you know, A, B, C, D. There's no, um, there's no other one. But yeah, so you could be having these experiences. Um, there are so many stories of people having different experiences. Uh, with the star beings. Some of them have been written into books. Um, one of my favourites is the Arcturian Anthology by Tom Kenyon, because mm -hmm. I'm an Arcturian. So that one explains things quite well. My uh, husband's got lots of different ones. He really likes to play, he's more Pleiadian, more connected with them. So he really likes the Pleiadian books by Barbara Hanclau, like the Pleiadian Agenda. Um, there's a book on sex magic, uh, the Pleiadians have channeled through as well. Um, so 
he's got a new book just now, Does It Rain in Other Dimensions, which is about somebody who um, started seeing star beings and then had all these experiences. I love books like that, so I gave it to him for his Christmas. How bad is that? <laughs> it's not his cup of tea, but I really wanted that book for myself. Exactly. No, you can read it too. Yeah, good. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm getting on fine. I'm like, not finished it yet. I'm itching to get my hands on his new Christmas book. But yeah, people are um, really um, waking up and it's um you know it's so good that um they are to them because they are trying to you know connect with us all the time um so i've taken people into spaceships when we do the transmissions the syrians have been really coming through strongly they've done a whole series of transmissions which you can probably pick up for six pound now per one and um, where they take us up to sirius they work on our brains they're refining our frequency they did really good healing on the pineal the hypothalamus and the pituitary glands and um, that was a year past and um, so there's so much healing they can do with their frequency and their technology and I get really good feedback from those courses for the healing because they're very precise healers as well. One of the things I would say, I've come across a lot of fear within people about connecting with them um, because of programming, because of conditioning, yeah. but also because they've maybe had experience with the reptilians or the greys. Not all star races are um, working for our agenda and mm -hmm. um, obviously we all know about the Anunnaki that sort of started to interfere with humanity and I was chatting to somebody recently and I was trying to explain to them it wasn't that the Anunnaki are bad they are just what they are it was just that their agenda was that they required this sort of slave race and they didn't have the heart consciousness to understand they were interfering in the free will of others and the divine path of others. So they were just following their agenda. It's just their agenda wasn't for the highest and best of us on earth at the time. So, you know, you have to be non-judgmental when you look at all things. Same as the reptilians. They just have their agenda. And they're, they're very fearful when you actually communicate with them. And you start to, um, I've got people who work with me who, who do really well in communications with them, just trying to help them understand understand that this is not of benefit their agenda isn't with our agenda you know they, they will back off they do get it but you just have to be careful not to enter into any contracts um with them so you know i can understand why people have the fear but i've never had any bad experiences with Arturians, the orions the syrians any of the beings i've mentioned to you um, they are all very loving and um, it's part of their mission as the galactic uh, Masters and Galactic Federation Council of Light, they all want this experiment because let's be honest, we are all in an earth experiment. This experiment that we come in through these veils, that this is the melting pot place within the planet where um, people can experience third dimensionality, physicalness and the pleasures of that. But also, does this, can, can we find our way back to source? Can we remember, you know, Mother Gaia is helping Divine Source through this play out. But we, after the 2020 shift, tipped into this place where, yeah, we, we're on the ascension path. We are heading to the light. And, um, you know, this is why they're, they're all coming through because they're just really, really keen to help and make contact now. So I just want to ask everybody, you know, for those of you who have made contact or if you have seen spaceships or spacecraft you know if you want to just type it in the chat and let us all know because it is more common than you think yeah it really is more common than you think so if you want to type in the chat that would be awesome just so we can all get okay. that it is possible for more and yeah. more of us 
So I'll just read through some things. An eight pound Kunzite, amazing, starving. Put a picture of that up, that would be great. Hi to Angel88. Okay, Bigfoots and Orbs. Yep. So um, actually, after my last chat with you, I started to get visited by the Sasquatch in Scotland. Mm -hmm. And they actually are known as tree people. There's apparently 500 in my valley. They haven't really wanted to be known, but they've been coming through. I just was sat here at the desk one day, and my just about two days after our last chat, and you'd been talking about them to me. My husband was over there at the table, sort of over there, sorting out the crystal orders. And I was like, a big orangutan thing has just appeared beside me. Can you see it? And he turned around going, no, I can, but I'm sure it's not a orangutan. It's probably a Sasquatch. And I was like, you know about the Sasquatch too? And he's like, of course I do. And it really was. And I've had all these experiences with them. So um, they, well, they're just beings in their realm that live mm -hmm. on Earth. And star beings are beings that um, parachute into Earth on their spaceships um, or incarnate. So um, that's my answer to that, Randy. Um, Angel saw a spaceship... When she was young near her home in the country i was told by a psychic i was taken on the ship at least once if i don't recall that part i feel that it was a beautiful enhancement for what i thought i was doing in this lifetime would love your thoughts on feelings about that yeah i'm getting that you did go onto the spaceship it was an awakening opportunity for you that's why you saw it you see you can have um you can have the experience where somebody can see a spaceship as clear as anything and the person stood beside them can't see it mm -hmm. um, or they can see it, but they don't want nothing to do with it. So, you know, they only let us see it if we require that sort of wake up. Um, Paige, I've connected with star beings through the alchemical collective meditations. Okay, I don't know those meditations, but whatever way you connect, that's great. Yep, orbs making crop circles. My mother-in-law, as I said, lives in crop circle country. So, um, <laughs> yeah, what's actually happening is that it is star being imprints, the crop circles. So mm -hmm. star beings are creating them to anchor certain geometries into Mother Earth, onto the Earth. And it's not that they, they're doing it all the time. It's just you can see them. <laughs> circles okay so you're not going to see them necessarily on a patch of grass but you actually see them because of the force but also sometimes they really want detailed ones they're trying to get our attention basically mm -hmm. well i'm learning to heal nerve damage from fqad don't know what that is but i've had nerve damage you can completely heal you have to take a lot of b vitamins to heal and b12 in particular helps with nerve damage but the syrians um and the pleiadians um would be excellent that um, meditation um i have to help they've done quite a few the arturians actually the arturians have brought through three or two or three central nervous system healings because i did one recently we brought one through just a few months ago on upgrading the central nervous system so just talk a bit about what our central nervous system is and why mm -hmm. our central nervous system is what controls all our movement it's our electrical circuit but it also connects us with the meridians of the earth and so the earth is electrical as well so you know your central nervous system is what's really affected by all these energy upgrades as a channel my i'm using my central nervous system all the time to bring through this high frequency light so i have to take a lot of um, i take a spray a vitamin b12 spray because that's what gets really depleted within you b12 it's hard to actually get b12 from a lot of foods as well so if you're wanting to channel the star beings more and um, really upping your b12 um, supplementation would be beneficial for you hmm. 
So are the Syrians connected to the whales? Because whales have been around me. Um, not so much. They're connected to the crocodiles and the alligators. They're the incarnate Syrian consciousness on the earth. That's why they're so ancient. That's why they survived the dinosaurs. And I'm so in love with them. I mean, I know it's a bit crazy. I love crocodiles and alligators. So hopefully, um, yep. I was just going to say, the reason why she was asking about the whales in that question is because you were talking about the well. And so oh, the whale, yes. Yeah. So she, you know, with your accent and everything, she might have thought you said whale, but it was well. Yeah. It's the whale. It's where water comes up. My Scottish accent, yes. So I was at the whale. It was a natural whale. Water was naturally coming yeah. up. So um, whales tend to be, they connect with Master Melchizedek. They're often known as the Melchizedeks of the ocean. And of course, they carry a lot of the Lemurian energies as well. So mm -hmm. just. Um, scanning through how does this relate to what we experience as fairies and orbs don't really know what we're talking about there but um i know we've got a lot to get through and we're half there ready um i'm mm -hmm. um, just seeing if mdls has seen a spaceship lots of lights people are seeing lots of lights yeah, lots of flashing lights at night um they can be fairies as well depends how small they are the spaceship um the spaceships tend to be um they tend to look like stars because they tend to stay quite far away unless they're actually coming down, you know, onto the, the earth. I have had people who work with me say they've actually seen them go right past and then the military is like, oh, we were doing some military low flying last night. But actually everybody in the town saw the spaceship. So, mm -hmm. you know, there is a massive cover up with the, the governments for this within the MOD. Well, that's what it is in Britain. I'm not sure what you would call it, what they are, Ministry of Defence. Um, so, is everyone from a star family? Do we all connect? Pretty much everyone is from a, um, a star family. So, um, yeah, we're not doing personal messages tonight. Some of you are asking for that, but we just we don't have time to do it. So, we're <laughs> going to do messages for everybody. Um, so, but feel free to join me on my Facebook page. I do um, messages um, through that on my my lives sometimes. But um, also, I you know, with workshops, you get personal messages or if, as Alara said, if you book a um, soul channeling, you can always ask about this. But, yeah. yeah, I should have asked. I never asked about that. I asked about other stuff, but it was like, I was like, oh yeah, I never asked about that. But there's, you can ask so many different things. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it was, it was okay. awesome. So um, what was the next thing? How do we connect with them was the next yeah. thing I was going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Really, you're connecting through your sixth sense. Um, so again, most of you will know about this. Uh, you might see them. And the Syrians are blue. They appear. I see the Syrians. I see the Pleiadians. Ironically, I don't see the Arcturians, who are me, um, so much. They, they, they tend to not bother. I don't suppose they need to convince me of who they are. But meditation, obviously, going on meditation to connect with them. I've channeled lots of meditations from them and um, you want to do as much work as you can on increasing your energy frequency working on developing your clairvoyance your clear audience and um, your telepathy they'll communicate through clear cognizance through your crown chakra so you could ask a question for bed ask for the information to be in your consciousness when you wake up in the morning that's a good technique you can feel them as well if you open up your heart i do have a free quiz um it's not for star beings but it's for connecting with dragons but it applies to anything mm -hmm. um, so if you sign up to my dragon wisdom school um dragonwisdomschool.org it's free but you would automatically get emailed a little ebook it's about dragons but the quiz within it will tell you what your strongest six senses and um, so that way 
would be, I always say, start with where your strongest areas are. Don't worry so much about the weaker parts. Start with feeling confident in what is the strongest area. Mm -hmm. um, and that can be applied to the star beings as well. Believe in them. The more you believe in them, the more you call them in, the more you say, come and connect with me the more experiences you're going to have. And as you said at the start, have an, an open mind. But also one of the ways that they have tried to connect with us, there's been a proliferation in the last couple of years, two, three years, of um, star being skulls. Um, so as Alara showed her ones, they really help you focus. Part, like, so this is a Lyran one. So there is a Lyran being consciousness inside this one. This is my green obsidian. Um, this one here, actually, I've got some of the ones that are on the shop. This one here is on the shop. This is a Galactic Master Skull. Um, so this one is, um, you know, Galactic Masters are all the, we maybe call them priests um, here in Britain, the, the ones who hold the spiritual knowledge from the stars, because they all have their own jobs. They're not all spiritual beings. They do their own thing like we do. Um, they just do it more in presence of divine source. So this one, AS114, it's a galactic master um, one. Um, there's, you can also, it doesn't matter the stone so much. So this one's an Arturian. So I really like this one. Um, this is lapis. So this is a grady lapis from Afghanistan. Really hard to get. So these ones are um, very good for if you particularly want to see them, open up your third eye with them. Um, my husband has let me borrow his one for tonight to show you. So this is his one. This was the first star being one we got. This is Syrian and this one's a tiger's eye. So you get different carvings. Obviously, um, Alara showed her ones there. Um, which were slightly different. This one's Antares. Um, so you maybe feel the different frequency, a bit softer than Tarians, more love, more sort of feminine than Syrians are. Although you do get female Syrians, they tend to be more masculine energy. So the Arturians. It's just that they are not as um, heart focused as like the Pleiadians, the Venus beings the um, other ones. You can also um, connect with them through drumming. You know, take yourself into a trance. Um, you can go to a high vibration spot, so such as a stone circle, which will be a Stargate portal. So there's lots of Stargate portals around the world. Um, and stone circles are Stargate portals. Karnak, I did a workshop when I came back um, on Karnak, the French stone alignments. And that is a massive Syrian observatory. Mm -hmm. So the energy there is amazing if you activate it. So, um, yeah, there's there's lots of different ways, just really the same way you would communicate with angels. So Linda's and, asking, do you connect with them through their eyes? You know, how like this one we have, you know. Yeah, you actually connect with them through your aura. So um, when I'm telling people to connect with skulls, I actually get them to connect with the third eye of their skull. With I see a bridge between... The third eye, my third eye, and their third eye. So, you know, when I'm getting to know it. And I would tap the third eye as well to awaken it for communication. Right. Um, and I also chant LEM, which is a Lemurian light language. But you don't have to do that every time, just maybe when you first get it, or if you think, I've not worked with that for a while, just to make it fully active. Um, but you'll get to the stage where you can just be holding them. I sleep with a crystal skull every night in my arms, hands. Um, sometimes a big skull, which <laughs> my husband complains about, especially if it's a unicorn with its pointy horn. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, I like to connect with them when I sleep because, as you said, I'm a busy person, so it's my peaceful time is when I lie in bed. 
So I connect with them a lot. And also I find it easier to connect with them as well, like looking at stars. So if you're new to doing it, you start doing some stargazing. I'm very lucky. We have no street lights around here. And, um, you know, so the stars, if they're out, are very visible. Um, I appreciate not everybody has that, but maybe go to the observatory, maybe get a picture of the star constellation or beings you want to connect with, just download it off the computer, mm -hmm. connect into the stars that way and just really speak to them, say I want to communicate, I want to connect, but it's no different to how you connect with any other, any other being really, it's the faith and the belief that they're there and um, just make sure you've got your protection around you. Make sure that you're not carrying anything on board. It's easy to pick up entities. It is easy to have things in your energy field every day. I clear my energy field. You can smudge it. You can do meditation work and visualizations, commands, and invocations to clearing them. And of course, that's another thing you do. You can, you can connect with them through invocations. So all my worksheets always start with an invocation to call the beings in. Mm -hmm. And then you can work with them anytime. So I am planning to revamp my website this year and to create a web page for each different star race. And I'll have an invocation to connect with them on. But we're, we're not there yet, but we will get that done this year. I finished the Dragon website, so I'll now be able to move on to yeah, and that took a long time. So, you know, I was like, yeah, it's coming, right? So it's much coming. information. I know, because it was down for like two years and then we just didn't have time. But then Lisa came on board because she, um, she got made redundant from her law firm job. So she was super excited to get a job doing web management and all the <laughs> spiritual work, that spiritual development work that she loves. So, um, so yeah, Lisa came on board and um, brought everything together. It took ages to sort the template out, actually. So now we, we've got quite a good template for it. We'll be able to replicate that on all the other sites. And of course, we went VAT registered. So that was another delay that the business was doing so well. We hit the VAT threshold. Mm -hmm. So we had to change all the product prices. And yeah, it was a mammoth job. But you know what? We've got through it and we're out the other sites. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I was just going to ask, so when it comes to Ascension, especially this year, yeah. How can we work with the star beings to, you know, not just ease the ascension per se, because I don't think it's not it's any more about having ease, but it's, a, it's about raising our vibration frequency in such a way that we don't even notice that there's any ascension symptoms or, yeah. you know, all that. I don't think I get that much stuff anymore. No, you know, no, probably won't. Um, so the star beings, well, this year is the year of the heart coach releasing. So it's all about clearing out heart trauma. Venus star beings would be great to work with. I channeled a workshop a few years ago, the seven layers of self-love from the Antarians. So they are great beings to work with for the heart as well. The Pleiadians too. Um, so the, a lot of the work they're doing is this refinement of our energy frequency, the refinement of our DNA. Um, they are doing all this technical um, work. And if you have a strong ego, if you like to be in control, then yeah, you're going to struggle working with the star beings because you have to be trusting, you have to be <laughs> surrendering. And feeling in your intuition, is this right for me? Is this appropriate? Because it's all about this movement to sovereignty now. <laughs> and so it's about moving out of the fear place. Um, one of my most popular transmissions was from Ascent Master Dual Cool, and it was removing from removal from the fear matrix. And um, actually, I was going to do that again because I was meditating and detected a bit of fear about something um, the other day. So, you know, that fear matrix is what the Anunnaki star being 
programmed into us, dripped into us. Mm -hmm. So we're really breaking out of this and we're really opening up to our galactic self as well. We're, we're connecting with our galactic guides. Um, that's actually what the new moon, um, the last eclipse we've just experienced was was all about and um, so yeah i've got channelings about all this on the, the website that are free for you under the metron reports so metron as the angel of ascension is working a lot with star beings to help us because you have to remember they've been through their ascension they've already done this an angel actually hasn't because they don't incarnate um well unless you're an incarnate angel which we all are as well but you know some of the like um guides which is why metatron was put in charge of our ascension because he had been on earth and got elevated to um position of archangel so yeah it's very complicated the key thing is to not think too much in your head but to live from the heart now mm -hmm. is all about this undoing your programming, closing off the timelines, closing off the ancestral patterning that you've inherited from your family. And, um, you know, as your consciousness rises, then, as you say, you don't notice so much any um, ascension symptoms. Um, because you know how to deal with them. You know to drink salt water if you're getting headaches. You know to drink um, lots of mineral water rather than tap water. You know to do your Epsom salt foot baths and to bathe in that. You know to cleanse your energy system with mm -hmm. liver herbs and start your day with lemon water. We know all these things now that we require to do to support our body, look after our diets. You know, we're moving out of this place of um, ignorance and really into this place of em empowerment. And it's funny, I think, you know, um, Sorry. I'm also becoming a little more sensitive now. So earlier today, there was some painting going on in the building. I mean, I didn't know what was going on. It's like, what does that smell? I said, I kept yeah. smelling something. And then suddenly I'm like, all flushed. My face is mm -hmm. like, I'm really good now. But it was like, my yeah. cheeks were like red and I'm like a headache. And it's like, oh my God, what is that? And then I found out it's you know, painting downstairs or something, you yeah. know. But I didn't used to be so sensitive. Mm -hmm. we're all becoming so much more sensitive because we're increasing our frequency mm -hmm. and so as we increase our frequency we become aware of the toxins mm -hmm. so a lot of people um you know when i say to them come off white sugar they're just like i can't do that but once you come off it after your first couple of days of detox then your body's like great this is how i'm meant to be same with caffeine same with nicotine i've not drunk any alcohol since 2003 i was told to uh, I couldn't medically do it, but then when they were like, oh, you could probably drink now if you wanted, they just said no, because it affects your channeling abilities. Mm -hmm. And then I've learned so much more about it. It doesn't affect just that. It opens you up to the consciousness of alcohol and alcoholism mm -hmm. and everybody else who's affected by that. So yeah. why would you want to do that? You're doing all this work to preserve your energy field. And, you know, you, you have to just become more refined in all areas, like choosing not to read negative news in the newspapers, take, you know, being able to um, observe situations without getting involved in the drama of situations so you know it is about making these choices in life not society's conditioning or it's really interesting i don't know if you listeners would know this if they're that interested in british royalty but um prince harry and his wife megan who's an american they've just said Do you know what we're going to step back from royal duties we can do more good going out on our own she's a multi-millionaire anyway so they don't need the money and they didn't tell the queen first that would have been unheard of you know they're powering through they're it's like the new diana so they're bringing in the new codes the new consciousness of yeah. moving out of this place of, of of duty well there is no duty other than to divine source you all have your paths 
you know, and if you're in tune with your path, then you're doing your own duty, you know. But we are conditioned into, or you're a wife, you have this role, or you're a child, you have to behave this way. And all this conditioning now is, is breaking down because it's not in truth and integrity. And that's another thing the um, star beings help you um, move into this, um, this place of as well. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to be in the, the sovereignty. I've done a few workshops from them on that, moving into soul sovereignty um and that can sometimes be a little tricky as you start to step into your power and your sovereignty and 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 start being and doing what's right for you but it makes a huge 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 difference you know for your life it does i'm just looking at some comments my husband's a homeopath by the way christina Mm -hmm. um it's yeah i use homeopathy a lot i have a homeopathic aura spray she's right it does really help um help homeopathy does help you particularly um I think as well that we have to shift into this consciousness place that doing your psychic protection is just like cleaning your teeth every day. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not conditioned into our society, like putting a coat on before I go out into the snow. I do that because I know I have to protect myself, but we, because we've grown up in formal religion or we've not had any spiritual, my son knows about this. He imagines the circle of light. He's, he's eight now. He, he knows he's going to wear his crystals. He chooses the crystals he wants to wear. He knows to do meditation if he can't sleep. And he feels the benefit of this. So he actually chooses to do it. So he'll say, mommy, I can't sleep. Can you take me to Unicorn Castle? And that's his safe place. He goes with his unicorn guide, rainbow, takes off. Every time he goes to the castle, he gets to choose the healing room or the therapy room or whatever he wants. And that's just his life. And that's his reality. So Beautiful. I love it. Um, so, okay. So I think, I think we've answered most of the questions. Um, do you... Have it, do the star beings have anything to say about autism? Right, so autism is uh, is an interesting condition. I have an autistic cousin. I've worked a lot with um, autistic people. Um, I was autistic when I was seriously ill. Um, I went into an autistic state. My trigger word was the word close. I could actually feel words getting stuck in my head, trying to process through one part of the brain to the other part of the brain. A lot of children who are autistic are actually star beings incarnate. Um, I run a forest school for children voluntarily. I'm a forest school leader and I have a, a child who comes. Actually, I've got some autistic, different autistic children who comes, but one of the children just is being homeschooled by his mother who had three other children and um, who went through conventional schooling and he just wasn't getting on nursery. So she pulled them out and he just learns a different way. And then one day I said to her, you see, he's a Hathor incarnate. And she's like, Hathor? Never heard of the Hathors. And I said, it's taken me ages to work out what he is because Hathors don't incarnate that much, but he's a Hathor and that's why he's very sensitive. That's why he gets overwhelmed easily. He's not been labeled autistic, but he's not been in the system to have been, if you know what I mean. So autism is just a label. It's just, you know, that it's given. It can be brain damage as well, however, which is what happened to me after vaccine, the flu vaccine. And because I'd known what a normal brain was, so I was able to I had full awareness. I only became autistic at night as well, which was a strange experience. And it was mostly because I was knackered. I was so tired by that time that my brain, my central nervous system, everything. So they're working so hard, these children, just to be present on earth. And, you know, all the over bombardment of their central nervous systems 
Um, I couldn't have people speak to me from my left ear. I couldn't have two people talking to me at once or have the radio on and somebody speak to me. That would send me into seizures. All that was going on was my brain was too sensitive and I hadn't been able to do the spiritual work at that point to heal it. So yeah, there's, there's definitely a link between autistic children and star beings coming onto earth. Mm-hmm. it's not it's you know it's not there's it's not a limitation that you're that the children are uh, autistic it's not a limitation at all they're just more aware and it's just hard for them to function in their awareness and like bring the awareness down to fit into this reality I- it's just that our earth is very um stimulating it's bombarded um, if you meditate with a narcissistic child, if you start to connect with them on a soul level, they just communicate telepathically all the time. I, um, I'm a telepath, so I hear babies who talk to me all the time. Um, and, you know, everybody's communicating telepathically. It's just that we've shut down that. We don't mm-hmm. take our time to. Mm-hmm. We are conditioned into thinking loud music, all this kind of overstimulation is what children require but unless their brains are calmed down i mean the neurophysiologist who got me better she was reversing the autism diagnoses within children doing the same therapy she she did with me to get me well and using the cell care therapy machine a machine that blasted ions at the brain through the acupuncture points and it was all holistic and um you know it was just very time consuming um staff wise time consuming for the patient and there's just not enough patience within healthcare, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, or understanding. Everybody is different, has different ways of function. I'm still a bit autistic. I'll still sometimes say to my husband, oh, can you get me an apple, please? But I really mean a banana. Mm-hmm. Um, that my brain doesn't, but then my brain's different because of who I am, what I do. And I accept that now. And I know what I can't do, what I can't have food-wise. And I've got self-determination over that. These children don't really, and you know, conventional education, they have to fit into this box that mm-hmm. fits all, and it doesn't fit all, you know. And then they're made to feel like it's a lot better than it was, but they're made to feel different. They're, they're made to think something's wrong with them, or the parents um, are trying their hardest, but they don't understand why they have a child like this. So, yeah, it's, it's a very, we could do a whole show chat on, on that topic. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, all right. So was there anything else that you wanted to talk about Ascension or should we do, you know, is there a star being race that wants to come through and channel through you? Oh, crazy. So, um, yeah, let, let's do that. Let's see who wants to um, come through. I mean, yeah, if people have Ascension questions, just specifically Ascension questions, if you want to put them in. But do listen to channeling, it'd be a good thing for you. But, you know, put them in now because lots of people are talking about different things to see. But if there's any specific question you'd like, Alara, to ask me on Ascension, mm-hmm. if we could start the comments just being on that from now on, that's how I have to manage my <laughs> Facebook yeah. lives as well. Um, <laughs> and I can always look through your questions and answer them later. So, yes, let's... Um, why don't we all just go in a little meditation? Mm-hmm. Let's connect into the frequency of the star races and i'll take you on a little journey to do that and then we'll see who wants to come forward which is always exciting okay so just taking the awareness to your breath closing your eyes when you feel ready taking a couple centering breaths leave breathing in love breathing out any negativity 
allowing yourself to relax. Becoming aware of your auric field of light. Tonight, visualize a beautiful magenta, purple and blue light engulfing your auric field. Invite any of your guides to come around you to support you through this experience. Asking for your chakras to open up. Asking to connect to divine source. Bring down the beautiful divine light. Feel this divine light traveling down through all your chakras. Dissolving away any discordant energy, any disbeliefs that you are carrying or maybe programmed into about star being and our ability to communicate with them on earth. Let's dissolve away any doubts that people have about their ability to communicate with star being and to be a psychic channel. Taking your awareness down to your feet chakras. See, feel, sense, notice two beautiful golden roots of light. Buddowing down now, deep, 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 deep down to the centre of Mother Earth. Feel no sense when you've connected with her grounding energy, spreading your roots out like the roots of an old oak tree. As you do this, feel her love travelling all the way up your beautiful roots, up, 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 right into your heart centre. Now you connect with the star beings from your heart. You send them love. You ask for any star being guides who wish to come forward to you to make their presence known now. Maybe there'll be one, maybe two, maybe three or more. You acknowledge their presence. Feel their supportive energy. So now we gather as a collective consciousness and welcome through whatever star race wish to bring us a message at this time. The old space of love, a circle of protection. So we're able and ready to receive any codes, any frequencies the star beings wish to bring forward in this transmission. Greetings, greetings, greetings. I am known as Lord Arcturius. It is a privilege for me to have this opportunity to come forward and connect with you all as I prefer my <coughs> channel and her frequency. <coughs> In order to bring this transmission through, I am now preparing each and every one of you listening to this in any realm and dimension in all time and space. We Arcturians are wishing to make a greater contact with humanity at this time. We have been observing closely you all going through the intense shift 
within the Earth's morphic grid field of light. We see many of you are fast-tracking in this process. Those of you who have been willing to receive guidance and to diligently work on your ascension path. Those of you who are now embarking upon it, perhaps for the first time. We wish to offer our services to attune you to the frequency of the new Earth templates. You may wonder why we, the Arcturians, are doing this when you live on the Earth. But we are able, through our foresight, to see where you are blocking making the full steps into the ascension path or the next rug of the ladder, as you may say. We offer you this upgrade transmission to begin to awaken you to your full soul potential. We are Trudians, are masters of light technology. This is why Reiki has proliferated so quickly through the spiritual communities. Often it is seen as a wake-up route, for it is encoded light that is universal. It awakens you and reconnecting you to the universal light within you. We, the Arcturians, have agreed on behalf of the Galactic Federation to pioneer further light technology, healing, in order to process the full ascension codes available now on Earth. You must refine your brain processing. Your scientists are only aware of what 20% of the brain actually does. There is 80% unknown to them, but known to us. We do not see you as physical beings. We see you as light beings. We see your organs as light. We see your chakras as vortexes. And we are able to see when toxins are lodged, when masses of negativity form or stagnant energies. And we are able to see whether you have activated your brain codexes. Now, many of you may not be ready to do this yet, but we are seeding into your consciousness the understanding of this, so that when the time comes when your soul has increased and refined its frequency enough, further parts of your brain will awaken, you may have seen in your archaeological records there, where skulls have been found of humans who have long heads. Like we are depicted in your literature, this is because their brains were more elongated, they had activated their brain codexes and were in great contact with star races. Over the years, as the consciousness of Earth fell, the shape of the brain rounded as less space was needed for the inactive parts of the brain. Many souls who manifest into form neurological illnesses and conditions have been embarking on this as a route to awaken 
the dormant parts of the human brain. Once they start to spiritually awaken, symptoms decrease or even dissolve completely. For it is only your consciousness that programs into you illness as being unhealable. All illness is just a manifestation of a vibration frequency that is intolerable to your body and to which it is the soul's choice to remove, to evolve and to grow through. Here are those who are willing and ready. We will do the activation now. What you have to do is take your awareness inside your brain. You may notice sensations. You may notice tension. You may experience pain, but know you are safe. We begin the work now. You will start to experience a colour now. This colour will be different for each of you, depending on which ray you require. We are seeing emotions programmed within your brain. Some of these emotions are unhelpful for you going forth and you may see them in your consciousness. We ask you be willing to allow us to release this patterning for you now. Letting go of resistance, please. Well done. Transmission is complete. Now our healing activation has completed for you. Take your awareness to your heart. Perhaps you wish to hold over your heart, your hand. This is to allow you to ground through the heart center. Breathe into your heart. Three times.
It has been an honour for me to come forth today and a privilege. Goodbye. So as the Lord of Arturus withdraws his energy, just allow yourself to become aware of your physical self again. Starting to wiggle your fingers and toes because this starts to activate the consciousness of your physical form as you allow yourself to fully transcend back into this. Tap the top of your head where the crown chakra comes forth from just to allow the circuitry to make the shifts. Tap any area you wish of your head that you feel drawn to and guided to. When you're ready, place the palms of your hands together so that your hand chakras are in what we would call prayer position. This is a mudra that returns balance to the body. You can place the thumbs into your third eye chakra, which is between your eyebrows. Take a few deep breaths. as you integrate the shifts that have occurred for you now. Checking your grounding roots are still connecting you into the earth. We ask for a cloak of protective light to be placed around us. And when we're ready, we can open our eyes and come back round into our sacred spaces. Namaste. Oh my goodness, that was awesome. <laughs> it was a good one actually, wasn't it? Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. That was I really good. felt that. I got green and I got yellow as the two colours and they were working on sort of this part of my brain. Yeah. It was really interesting information, I think. I got a goldish green, you know, so... That's what I got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Green. It was like, oh my goodness, it was awesome. And I felt like, I felt like they were working on the back of my head, you know? Mm -hmm and doing all sorts of stuff. Ugh. And now I've got the goosebumps all over. <laughs> like, I get So please, everybody, drink plenty of water. I've run out of water. I'll be off to get some in a minute. But yeah, 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 drink plenty of water because don't underestimate how powerful their transmissions are. You might get a slight brain detox as well, which just means that, it, you know, when you get brain detoxes, um, your sweat can smell a bit different. <laughs> it can just You might notice you're a bit smellier, but it's just flush the toxins out because obviously it comes down into your lymph glands mm -hmm. there. It's the major release point. So, you know, maybe go for a nice gentle swim tomorrow or for the next couple of days and, and take some time. You know, don't rush off to do other things. You can sit for a moment after having this transmission and just relax and um, especially if you've never done any work like this before and especially if you've not worked with me before as Alara said my transmissions are quite powerful so mm -hmm. don't underestimate the shift that your body and your energy feels been through you might want to work with crystal to help you ground like the um, black obsidian is, is very good for for grounding or um, I've got some shungite here it's good for Grounding. In fact, I always usually wear my shungite necklace, and I didn't wear that too much. So I have numite. Numite is very. I have a bracelet of that. Yeah, yeah. numite's very good. They're they're sort of like higher stones. So I hope everybody's enjoyed. enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, I've, absolutely. Everyone's t uh, talking about all the different colors that they saw, and um, 
beautiful nice. yeah it was it was it was it was powerful yeah you can definitely do it again i would wait yeah. i would not do it again today you know so i would i could you could leave do it, again. it a couple of days and then you can do it again to get another upgrade so yeah because i'm still feeling it so it's not just because like we finished it does not mean that the work is finished right yeah Exactly. And you, you know, you've had all this work done on you, so you have to allow it to process, you know, it's like when you go for a massage, you don't just all of a sudden get off the bed and then go and get, you know, all involved in really technical mind stuff. So, and if you get a headache from the experience, really good quality sea salt, mm-hmm. if that like Himalayan salt and take it as strong as you can. So, um, you might be thinking, oh, this isn't strong at all. The person beside you is like, oh, this is really strong. Because what the sea salt does is it remineralizes your your brain too. Yeah. And you may feel really tired. You know, it is late at night, but it, it can make you feel what's well, late at night here for me and probably you as well there. But it's, mm-hmm. it can <laughs> feel tired. You've had brain work done. You wouldn't go in for brain surgery and then think you're going to feel fabby dozy. So there's no different. Exactly. Um, I was... Sorry? Just less painful, hopefully, than yes, physical brain surgery. Definitely, much less painful. And, you know, tonight, you know, um, you might have, you know, when you go to sleep, you might continue to experience the Arcturians or the other star beings. Be, be open to that. You know, if that is something that you want, be open to that, right? Um, protect yourself, of course, like always, but, you know, be open. Yeah, and, I'm seeing, sorry, I'm just seeing a post here about somebody saying they think it's a bit paradoxical opening our hearts and being aware of the reasons for psychic defense at the same time. I don't see why that's paradoxical at Paul. You're opening your heart. So, you know, you you just want to have some protection in case there's anything that is not um, got your heart for the highest best and its intentions. Mm-hmm. So we're not judging them. We're just saying that certain races have certain agendas. Um, we don't have to be part of their agenda. You know, some races don't um, observe free will because their consciousness is lower. So, you know, this is why we um, do the, the best way. And star beings do, I think, the best to allow their making love. Maybe I continue. Well, the Venus star beings are good for Kundalini work. I would definitely call in them if you're wanting to. But the Pleiadians, there's a whole Pleiadian book written. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's a Barbara Hanklau one. I can't remember what it's called. But I'm sure it's all about sex magic and the Kundalini energies. So Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know if you want to answer that one about detaching from the 3D matrix and... I think that's somebody that works me quite a lot. You know how to do it. (laughs) Is you just like you have to overcome your ego. You've basically the 3D matrix is just keeping us trapped Mm -hmm. in the pain matrix. Um, And it's in the duality matrix of right, wrong, black, white, um, rather than the acceptance matrix of 5D consciousness. So it's about overcoming your ego, you know, mastering your fears, letting go of them, and um, being willing to change your consciousness diligently doing the belief pattern clearing daily. I used to spend hours and hours doing that kind of work. Uh, you get to a certain level where, well, most of it's done, so it's just an odd thing that pops in. But um, but also just fully designed to take your foot out of those negative places, those drama-filled places that feed the pain body. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And choose, you know, continue to choose to... Yeah, choose the love, choose the light. Yeah. I mean, I don't focus on a lot of stuff like in the 3d um i choose to focus on love expansion you know and (laughs) well there's a reason 
Yeah, there's a reason that our news always starts with a terrible crisis rather than a loving story. The newspaper headlines are not about loving stories, they're about negativity, because mm -hmm. they're all part of this reptilian agenda of keeping us in the 3D, you know, matrix, matrix yeah. opinion, because that's what they get food from. So our food is now coming from love and light, and, and their food's not. So they're worried we're escaping from, we're, we're right we're running away you know so this is the other agendas and you know i always see it as a bit like you know you want to plug up the holes because you want to not have the place that they can hook into so you want all your weakness in that respect to to be released from you so that there's no chance of them hooking hooking you in because it's all vibration so you you know if you want to be in a functional relationship you want to be in a, a relationship where you've not got one person with that bit of the jigsaw that's poking out one person with a hole to fill it um, you want them both to be little square boxes where you are in consenting to be in this mutual sacred union mm -hmm. and that's not to say that we're all at that place now but we're signing up to work through that in sacred union together so your partner is your your mirror too yeah. Oh, yeah. My my husband's great. Just uh, he's the best. So I was going to ask you about um, if you want to share your website because I always forget what it's called. It's <laughs> elementalbeings.co.uk, and I also run the Elemental Beings group on Facebook. You're welcome to join there, and I'm also. Um, Alfidi Arara channel on Instagram. I don't really use my Twitter very much, but I am Elemental Beings on there. But um, yeah, the website elementalbeings.co.uk, if you go to the shop section, you'll be able to um, go into all the different courses because each one's got a channeled message. So even if you just want to look at the different channelings, they're, mm -hmm. they're all free um, there for you to read. Um, you might find them on the web page too, but we're moving it all into the, the shop format just because of the sheer volume. Oh, this one's mm -hmm. falling over. I think the Vega one didn't get to say hello, so <laughs> it just fell over there. Um, yeah, so you there's just, I've got so many channelings from Star Beings. Feel free to sign up to the newsletter, send them out regularly with all different courses for different things but um it's even if you don't do the course you get the channeled message you get the hit from the message even just re reading it and you can feel what resonates from you so as i say i always put out um you know the channelings from star beings um, so there's lots of information there and we have lots of the skulls like this mm -hmm. up on the shop they're not all up yet but um, you know if you're looking to become a guardian um, there's different ones the biggest one that's in the shop just now this one let's say hello to this is a Leiden one actually it wanted to be shown this is a really powerful big Leiden one and um, all my skulls come with a channel guided meditation that will help you connect in with them. So you get that added bonus that if you're thinking, oh, I've never worked with them before, the it's a little 10 minute meditation and it'll take you through so that you can um, connect with them and um, obviously I cleanse and bless them. I'm going to put all the star beings out tomorrow night, maybe in snow, um, to harness the eclipse energies as well. They've all asked for that. So they're going to get an eclipse activation um, as well. Nice. And so how long is that 50% off workshop sale on until? It's on for, uh, well, where are we now? Thursday? Yeah, it's on for about another 10 days, another, okay. another week at least. So yeah, um, if, to be honest, they run on always longer than they're meant to because people are like, oh, I don't get paid for this day. I'm like, okay, we'll run it a bit longer. So yeah. Okay. And, and, and what's the code for that again? Day okay. after, just let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the code again? It is New Year Sale, N-E-W-Y-E-A-R-S-A-L-E. -E -E. Right, I'm just typing in the chat so that it's there. All right, thank you, Destiny. It's, it's 
elemental beings that could all one word that is destined because she was like it's not working it's like don't have spaces just do one word yeah just exactly you so, yourself awesome all, all right thank, and thank um you for me as well it's wonderful so many came online so hot now so is, is there anything and anything any other last words of wisdom that you have for us um just be in your heart you know just go with whatever um you feel um, be willing to ask for help. You know, the star beans will help you. But I'll help you too. I'm always available pretty much on Facebook. It takes a bit longer now. Um, I've got somebody having to man my emails just because the business has grown so much. I can't respond to um, everything as quickly as I used to. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, but Lisa does reply. The email is info at elementalbeings.co.uk. She forwards things on to me. I usually get round to it within a week <laughs> within a few days so it just depends if you're lucky if I have some space this week um, I'm pretty flat out because if I'm channeling if I'm in that channeling space I can't I can't do it but it's not it's not really worth me dragging myself into 3d consciousness mm -hmm. to you know respond to things so I have to really be focused and the channel list is so huge I also need to channel my glass and retreat that will be happening in in May, so we'll probably be working with the Venus star beings for that one, I think. But usually on the retreats, I bring through a star being transmission because everybody loves to go out together at night and we see if we can spot, spot the spaceships. <laughs> it's always a fun experience. So, uh, yeah, I need to try and get that done over the next couple of days. So, yeah, it's it's full on busy, but this time of year, it always is. Um, and, so and, and you do a lot of Facebook lives. I do. So the recent, most recent one, there's one up, uh, which I did a couple of nights ago. So feel free to um, watch that one. I do that on my profile, Alfidia Arara Kensington. So I still got space for another thousand people to join that and then we'll have to <laughs> work out how I'm going to do it. But um, no, it's, um, yeah, I do lots of Facebook lives. So I'll be doing another one on Saturday, Saturday evening for the dragons because we've got the lunar dragons coming through on um, Sunday, such so as two-hour workshop, um, but it'll be powerful. People like the little workshops um, as well, because most of can afford them too, price-wise. So, yeah, it's all just busy, busy, busy. And I am writing a Syrian book. Supposedly, they keep hounding me. I have done the instruction, so I don't know. I don't know where you find the time to you know. get. Yeah, I'm determined to get this pretty much written by by March so yeah it's um it's it's yeah it's intense uh, but you know what I just asked the universe to provide me with more time and they do and I have a wonderful husband who's happy to do bedding and cooking and <laughs> all the things that helps he's having to do tonight since yeah. I have been busy obviously with you this evening yes yeah, awesome. massive, massive help so thank you so much for having me on again it's been lovely to connect with all your um, lovely people and yeah just to say some people fed back that they don't always get the newsletters different servers can block them because if there's a lot of newsletters going out so if you feel you're not getting them feel free to send an email through with your email and my husband can go and manually and look at if it is your system that's blocking it or if there's another reason he can change that because that's something that seems to have started heart internet which is what we use is the biggest um, newsletter provider thing but then they fall out with, or AOL falls out of them, or Yahoo, or whatever. And this is mm -hmm. a crazy thing. It affects everybody. But you just have to drop an email to the office, and they usually sort it out for you. And awesome. you will get a couple of weeks. So if you're not getting a couple of weeks, you'll... 
But Your most work. of the information is on on Facebook as yeah. well. I and put them also on the Facebook, yeah, that's yeah, right. On the different pages, so it's all it's all it's all available. It's so all accessible. And I do plan to start YouTube, but I mean, I do have a YouTube channel, but I've not done much with it. But I've been told this year I've started doing more videos, short videos. So hopefully, you can send me ideas for what you would like them to be on. That would be great. Awesome. Yeah, lots of ideas for sure. <laughs> awesome. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, for all of your questions and comments and feedback. And you know, star beings is a huge, huge topic. Uh, you know, we've all seen well, not all we. We've all seen spaceships or we've connected with star beings. Uh, you know, it's not that scary, you know, and they, I channel them all the time and it's, and it's wonderful. It's great because that's where all my processes come through. One second. Something's uh, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one second. One second. There we go. <laughs> that was the star beings in between. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's you know we're learning, we're expanding, we're growing. So don't be scared. Just protect yourself and just trust and and open up your heart. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Ophelia. So much fun. Always learn so much. So yay. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so much, so much, so powerful. Please do go to her website and check it out. There's wonderful stuff. There's so much information. Use the code. Get some of those workshops. They're amazing. All right. So. This is another way to in, empower you to be more of your of who you truly are and, and live your fullest potential. So thank you, everyone. Have a great weekend. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Bye. Blessings always. Bye for now. Bye.